Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 207. We're looking at Acts chapter 2, verses 41 through 47. This is immediately after Peter's presentation of the gospel on the day of Pentecost. Let's read the passage. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Well, Peter has presented the gospel. The people heard the gospel, responded to the gospel, asked, what should we do? And Peter said, be saved from this corrupt generation. Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And they did. And it says that they baptized those who accepted his message. And that day about 3,000 people were added to them. Does that mean they baptized 3,000 people that day? Well, maybe. doesn't say, but they were baptized, and the implication is immediately. 3,000, that is a, that's a pretty big number. That's actually more people probably than were affected by Jesus in his ministry as far as coming to faith. And here in one fell swoop and on the day of Pentecost, and that shows the power of the Holy Spirit. What we do is, is nothing apart from the power of the Holy Spirit. But Peter preaches this message and 3,000 people come to faith. And there's a description of what life of the early Christians looked like. Verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. These four things, and they're just described in this one sentence, that these initial Christians, this group, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. That is, to the truth of the gospel, to the stories of Jesus. For us, that would be devoting ourselves to the Bible, to the fellowship. Now, this is describing the community that they had with one another. They devoted themselves to this community. That is, they devoted themselves to one another. It says they devote themselves to the breaking of bread. Now, this could mean just having meals together, or it could refer more to the, the Lord's Supper. It, it probably refers to both. The actual breaking of bread would be an odd way of just describing they had meals together. So they probably did have a meal together, and part of that was observing the Lord's Supper. Now, did they all eat together? I don't see how they could have. 3,000 people aren't going to fit in anybody's house. refers a little later down in uh, verse 46. We'll see a little more clarity on that. And they devoted themselves to prayer. And again, this is a pretty generic term. We know they were still observing the Jewish customs, and they probably went to the temple for prayer and were very devout in following the Jewish customs of prayer. 
So verse 43, everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now, is this referring to the Christians or the people in the community? It says everyone. You could make an argument either way, but I, I wonder if it's actually referring more to the people of Jerusalem, because that's who wonders and signs are for, for unbelievers to authenticate the message of Christ. There were wonders and signs being performed by the apostles, and people were taking notice. Now, verse 44 seems like more of an amplification from verse 42. It says, Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. Again, they're not all living together. We don't have a a room, a house that can fit 3,000 people. And it's growing. It says in verse 47 that there's more people every day coming to faith. But people are going through life together. Does this mean they're living together? Some of them probably are. Together is more a way of life than a physical presence. And held all things in common. Does this mean that everybody gave up all their private property and put everything into the pool? Well, the next verse kind of implies that's not the case. Then later on when we see uh, what's going on with Ananias and Sapphira and Barnabas, that it doesn't seem to be the case that nobody owns anything, but that everybody is incredibly, incredibly generous with what they have. Verse 45 says they sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. So it sounds like as, as needs occurred, that people sold property they had, sold possessions they had in order to raise money to take care of needs. And we're beyond the day of Pentecost here. This is describing the, the early weeks of the Christian church. 46. Every day they've devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts. Now, he didn't give us a good description here, but they, they meet together in the temple. All of them? Thousands of them? Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't think every single person went every single day to the temple, but that there was a large group of them every day at the temple. Now, maybe some of them did go every day, but there was a, a constant Christian community meeting together in the temple. And they're breaking bread from house to house. That is, they are joining together in each other's homes, having meals together with uh, a religious context to it, including the Lord's Supper as part of those meals. And they ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts. This is just talking about the, the idea of the community that they shared, the unity that they shared and the, that their hearts were, were joyful and sincere because of their faith in Christ. And they were praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. So enjoying the favor of all the people, this implies that the majority of people in Jerusalem looked favorably on them. Now this will change as the, the religious leaders start to take notice of them. But initially, people are looking in favor. Hey, what's not to like? What's not to like about a group of people who are just so happy and positive and loving and caring, mutual care for one another? 
Jesus said, uh, by your love for one another. That's how people know you're my disciples. So we see this description of the early church of just this incredible community, incredible unity, incredible generosity, incredible hunger for the Word of God, incredible devotion to the Lord, devotion to one another. Now we're not given a timeline on any of this, so we started on verse 41, the day of Pentecost, those who accepted his message. Were they baptized that day? Don't know. Then it was a description of, and this is what ensued then in the days following, in the weeks following. They became this group of people who had this incredible tight-knit community. And then we'll see how it starts to play out as they interact with the religious leaders next time. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.